Today we're going to talk about confidence. Hello, this is Enzo. Welcome to the Race Driver Coach Show. I want to talk about confidence because we're at the time of the year now where you've got to do your first test with a new team maybe, or you've got to go and sell sponsorship. So you've got to stand in that boardroom and present what you can do for a company, how you can be the savior of that company through your racing. Or you've got to meet some new people. You've got to take on a new coach. You've got to take on a new fitness trainer. You've got to meet a lot of people. And this is when you find November, well, October, November, December, the winter period, or just before the season starts for most people, you've got to get out there. You've got to be the person at the front line in the open, open world and say, this is me and sell yourself. Like the last video I put up about you've got to be able to sell yourself. Well, the first thing I find that drivers do, as soon as I say, this is how you get sponsorship, or this is how you impress a team, this is how you lead a team, They'll ask me simple questions or obvious questions like, how do I call somebody up, a company? It's like, dude, pick up the phone or Google how to cold call. Or they'll say, how do I do a proposal? How do I meet somebody? How can I influence people? And this is all stuff that, yeah, okay, I love to coach it, by the way. But when a driver asks me questions like this, I can see they're just putting things off. Because the answers are obvious, and again, you can Google all of this. You've got so many people on, online, like myself and thousands of others, and courses that teach you how to sell, teach you how to cold call, teach you how to do a proposal. It's all out there. Yet they keep asking, drivers keep asking me these questions. When, I, when, I, when they do, I look a little bit deeper and I say, come on, is this you not being able to get yourself to do it because you're afraid of failing? Is it because you don't want to look stupid? Is it just downright confidence an issue that you have? That you just haven't got the confidence to speak to somebody? Or you haven't got the confidence in your product that you're selling? It usually comes down, when I knuckle it down, to a fear. Fear of failure, fear of looking stupid, fear of not saying the right thing at the right time and blowing the chance. Confidence. Many drivers out there can handle a car at 200 kilometers an hour going through corners dancing with the car, fighting wheel to wheel. Yet when they take that helmet off, when they look someone in the eye, or when they have to present or sell something, they crumble. We find out that they're not this warrior that they promise to everybody that they, that they are when they've got the helmet on or in the car. When you peel back everything, they're weak. And it's surprising the amount of drivers that are like this. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want you to be honest. Is your self-confidence or lack of holding you back from taking the actions that you need to take for your career? Are they creating a persona about you where the team doesn't really gel with you because you're on your own? You stay to yourself. You don't know how to interact with people. If so, if you're letting your own views of the world and your emotions prevent you from being the driver you could be or from going for that career, you must change this aspect of you. You must improve your confidence. Now, confidence for some people seems to be automatic. And for others, shyness, being reserved seems to be automatic. Now, you're looking at someone here 
who couldn't even stand at the front of the school, sorry, in the classroom, not even the school, even in my own seat, when it was my turn to read, I used to pause. I couldn't say a word. It was so much stress for me to public speak or to even read off a page as everybody listens that I used to, I used to sit there in fear. Please don't pick me. Please don't pick me. And now look at me. I'm doing presentations. I'm speaking to this camera on a weekly basis and to you beautiful people on a weekly basis. And confidence is something that I don't even think about. I just know what's got to be done and I do. And essentially, that's what you have to do if you want to have a career or anything. It's removing the emotions and the what-ifs from the certain situation that you're in or what you're, or the situation you're about to embark on and just find out what needs to be done and do it. Remove sense of self. You are nothing in this equation. You have just got building blocks to actually put in place in order for you to reach the goal that you're going for and that's all you care about. You've got to be quite digital, robotic about things if you want to get the job done. Less, how do I feel about this? I know I'm repeating myself, by the way, from other videos, but it is, that's what it is. If you place a meaning, an emphasis on a meeting, meeting somebody, and you put all this pressure on it, like it must go well, or my life is ended, or I must be perfect, I must do the presentation perfectly, otherwise they're gonna think bad things of me, then there's no wonder you're getting the shakes. There's no wonder that your confidence is hit. Instead, Every single time you come into an encounter, and this is going to happen on a daily basis, if you're going out there finding sponsorship and going out there and impressing teams, I want you to be in this situation every day. And when you are in that situation that asks you to step up, find out exactly, just to start with, how you're viewing it, how you're seeing the situation, how you're translating what that situation is to how it goes on in here or what you see in here, what you say, the questions you ask, and watch how your body is when you're thinking about these situations. Because you're gonna be in a circumstance, let's say now you're going into the boardroom. You've got a proposal, you're pretty happy with it, and you're gonna present it. First of all, that can make a lot of people scared and nervous, right? Because they wanna get it right. Let's do it this way. Instead of going down that road and making it bigger than it actually is and seeing these big eyes on you with these CEOs are going to ask questions that you don't know the answers to and getting all fearful, it's like, okay, I'm going to change the translation of what's going on right now, the meaning and how I see it, so it helps me. Now, very often we have to believe things that are screwed up in order to feel better about them. But if, they, if that belief about how you see this board meeting, if you want to see it in a weird way, but it helps you feel better, then do it. You hear people saying, just pretend people are naked in there. So the people you're presenting to, you actually visualize them and pretend they're naked. What does that do, just that? I'm not saying do this, but just that tip that people throw around. It's quite interesting because it allows you to see them in a different light, to take them less serious and to break the pattern that you're going down already. So if you start to say it's a presentation, it's gotta be perfect, but then you start to say, oh, just imagine they're naked. It demeans them a little bit, but it actually breaks your thought process of going down the usual, I've gotta get this right, otherwise I'm screwed. I've gotta get this right, otherwise it's all over. It's breaking the pattern. So let's just take that example. If you're going in there feeling like you've gotta make a presentation, you've gotta be perfect, Instead, change the situation in your head, the outlook, the view, the way you're seeing it, to, 
I'm just going to go in there and meet this company. I'm going to find out, because I'm as curious as they are. You've heard me say that before. I'm as curious as they are if their company can benefit from motorsport or whatever I'm selling them. But first of all, I want to know what it is that they are struggling with. Because I've got set products here or a presentation here that could help the right company. Could help a company that needs this. But first, you need to really make sure they need it. So you listen to them. So you're there with a meeting, in a meeting with them and you're working with them. You're going in with that approach. That slight shift in the way you see the meeting will help you feel better. Because you're there, just like they are, wondering if it's going to work. Not the whole, your whole entire life is based on this working. It's, is it going to work? And you're on their side. And then you can change the presentation maybe to just bespoke it more to them because they've actually got certain issues to, or challenges or things they want to overcome that your proposal doesn't quite answer right now. But if you just change a few things, you can add a bit more hospitality or corporate training rather than entertainment and you work with them. So that's actually just seeing a certain circumstance you're going into in a more productive way so the brain goes, okay, now instead of going down the route of feeling nervous, I'm going to be curious or open-minded and I'm going to enjoy it because whatever happens, this is a rule change, whatever happens in that boardroom, you cannot lose because if you go in there and it doesn't work, man, you've learned a lot. And the next person you go to, you'll change the way you talk. You'll change the way you present it, even though it's not a presentation. It's just a discussion. And you'll go in there with more confidence because you'll know what to expect. So that's changing the way you see things. That's number one, really. Change the way you view a certain situation and you will feel different. This isn't my chance. This isn't a meeting to get things perfect. This is a chance for me to learn and to see if there's something we can do together. That's it. So that makes you feel a little bit better. That's changing your focus. Focus also questions. Questions is part of your focus as well. You could say, if this doesn't work, what else could I do? And you start to look for answers. Instead of, oh my God, I think, will my life be over if this, if this doesn't go well? You don't want to get down that route. You have forward moving questions that keep taking you forward. Questions bring an answer in the mind. You ask a question, the brain comes up with an answer. The quality of those questions and where they take the mind are really important. If you've got questions that help build you up, you've got questions that help build another emotion like curiosity or something like that, you're going to feel that because the brain will come up with it. Another thing is the body. So we're taking care of the focus. I want you to focus now on the body. When you're meeting somebody, you have got to be supremely confident and look like you're confident. You cannot go into a meeting, you cannot shake someone's hand if it's limp, you haven't got much eye contact, you're within yourself and your shoulders are rounded, your chin's down. You cannot be confident like that. In order to create confidence, you've got to tell the mind that it needs to be confident and that is through your physiology, your breathing, your chin's up, facial expression, chest out, feeling powerful. If you want to feel powerful, you better look powerful. It comes across that way. You can see I'm doing it now and I feel it. But if I want to feel reserved, nervous, I'll put my hands down, don't know why, I just put my hands on my legs now and my rounded shoulders and I'm a bit sheepish. I can't feel confident. I can't because everything's relaxed. And then I start to focus on it all going wrong. Game over. But if I rise up, 
focus on me giving everything I can to this camera, to you, the person that's listening or watching this, I'm involved. I'm genuine. And that's what people want when you're in a sales meeting. That's what people want when you go meet a team for the first time. You've got to show up and show a team that you can lead them. The engineers have got to see you work in a confident way and say, I want to work with that one. That's the kind of thing you've got to think about when you go into a team. How do I look? And in some ways, you know, I teach, I don't care what people think. Sometimes it's good to check in and say, how am I right now? Have I started the day good, but then by lunchtime I'm like this again and I've lost my confidence? If so, snap out of it, get the shoulders back again, focus on what needs to be done, remove sense of what I feel about this, unless you're doing it in a way that bolts you up and keep that physiology completely aligned and congruent with a confident person who's in control. Now I wanna tell you a little secret. Most drivers don't do all this. So when they go and meet a team and they're all nervous, the engineer is like double their age. He's like their dad's age. He's like, here we go, another one after Molly Coddle. If you go into a team and you're slightly acting older than your years, so you're, if you're 16 but you're acting like a 21-year-old, you've been around. You're not cocky. You're just confident. You're there to make a statement. Honestly, that's appealing. And when you're in an environment with younger drivers, that stands out so much. I've just started coaching someone actually who is a bit older, who's gone to single seaters. It's so much easier. Everyone's like around the driver and they want to listen because he just seems more confident because he's lived. And I thought to myself, okay, you're only three years older than the normal person in this car, but there's a big difference because when you get above 21, you just open up another part of the brain and you mature. There's no reason though why you can't be like that at 17, 18. You can be that mature and more aligned with the adults that work there, more serious. I mean, there's a lot of money being spent on your racing. And if you go there being sheepish, they just think, ah, dad's paying for it. This kid's going nowhere. But if you go there with absolute steel eye, you know what you want, you're confident, you're nice to people, of course, but you're there for a reason and you're there to execute. Honestly, no matter what you do. It doesn't have to be a test. It could be in the boardroom. It could be just meeting someone for the first time, meeting a team boss. This will help your career massively. People invest in people. If you're two tenths of a second off per lap, but you've got the character they want in that team, they will choose you, I promise. Remember all this, confidence is everything. Competence is also important. So you've got to be quick enough and you've got to be able to speak. But if you've got the confidence, it's amazing how far that can take you. I want you to practice this. I'm going to talk about this a lot more in the future, but for now, be careful what you're focusing on, how you see it and how you translate what's going on, what you're about to do. Bend it so it makes you feel better. And the body has got to also say confidence. Even if you're bricking yourself, you walk in there like this and everything else will take care of itself. See you next time.